Um, so joining us for the latest managerial update, uh, we have Neil Baker and John Underwood. Welcome, guys. Good Hi, evening. Um, I guess we better start, first of all, uh, apologising to the fans for not giving them a, an interview after match on Billericay. It's nothing to do with you, John. Um, I had to shoot <laughs> off. Um, so that was down to me. So uh, it wasn't that you uh, didn't want to speak to anyone no, or, no. or whatever. But um, as you're here, um, let's talk about Billericay. Yeah, obviously... Um, Fine margins is that word that we keep saying. It, it, it was a very close game. Um, felt when Freddie's goal went in early on. Um, my first thought when they hit the back of the net was, "This is going to be our day today." So, you know, you want something like that to spark you off. You know, fantastic goal from Freddie. Um, unfortunately, they did the same thing about five minutes later. You know, two brilliant goals that I think neither side defensively could have done a lot about. Um, and I think the first half was a really even game. I thought it was quite open. I thought they got at us, we got at them. I thought we played reasonably well. Felt we we looked better as the half wore on, as we, we got the ball down and played a bit more. I think um, it was a bit rushed early on, but we I thought yeah, I thought the first half was was dead even, probably quite rightly won all at half time. Um, I guess the biggest disappointment for me was probably that first twenty minutes of the second half where I thought we we didn't get going. I thought they looked. They started the second half sharper than we did. Um, they changed their shape as well. They changed they? their shape, and and you can say, did that make a huge difference? It, obviously, they they did play better as a result. I think we we stopped passing the ball well, um, to be honest, and they just got the upper hand. And sometimes when a team gets the upper hand, you you struggle to wrestle that back. And thought we'd actually done that kind of midway through the second half it took us a while got to be honest um I felt they were the, the better team for 20 minutes and then we we grew into the game and we started to cause them a few problems um and the game I thought went very even again and and you know the uh, probably quite a big incident I didn't quite appreciate was a big incident at the time was the offside goal that we scored um, in fact the, the own goal um from their defender where at the time I saw the linesman's flag go up early and I just assumed I thought Joe had made a run too too early and had gone beyond the, the defender. Having seen it back, um, I don't think it was. I think I think the goal should have stood, um, and that you know was probably ten twelve minutes to go, and then they get a penalty. I mean, no, no complaints this time on the penalty. It was you know not a good challenge um, from Freddie. He held his hands up on that, kind of hung a, a leg out, and the lad went over it. You know, it was a, a clear penalty. And it, it left us very little time to get anything from the game. So uh, I, I left the game feeling that we didn't deserve, um, certainly didn't deserve to win the game. Um, I think on reflection and maybe the offside goal, maybe maybe a little bit unlucky not to get a point. But we've come out on the wrong side of it. It's, it is another defeat and, and that's the most disappointing thing. We, we, we want to get some points and some wins on the board. And how difficult is it? I mean, every week it seems to be something going on and... How long can we carry on <laughs> blaming incidents I don't and think, stuff? I, 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 listen, I, I don't think it's uh, um, sitting there and, and blaming, blaming this, blaming that. You, you can feel aggrieved in football, you know, and I feel that we can feel aggrieved at a number of decisions this season which, which have, have cost us points. There's no two ways about it. They have cost us points. And, and you know, one or two things may have gone slightly different you know maybe we held on for an extra minute at Hungerford and you know picked up the three points there and you know Etel scores his penalty here against you there's there's as Anders mentioned uh, uh, firstly 
fine margins and, that, and that's football and, and it's no different actually to when we when we got in the playoffs you know what 15 months ago we were talking about we were playing in the playoff game still so you know we we won we won games that there was not much in the game um, you know we we win by the odd goal um, sometimes well, I remember we were, we were third in the table that season for a good chunk of time yeah. and no disrespect to us or our boys, we were not the third best team in the league. We just kept finding a way to win games of football. Yeah. And it was one nils and two ones. And, and this league is a very even league. If you, if you maybe, maybe bar a few sides that maybe are a little bit ahead of the others. Um, most games are 50-50 games. Yeah. And, and when we got in the playoffs, it was because more often than not, we came out on the right and, side and, of it. And at the minute, we're not. And, 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 and we got on a run. We, we have yeah. momentum. We, you know, we had confidence, you know, and mm-hmm. confidence and momentum in football is, is are two massive things, you know. And, and at the moment, we don't have either. Um, and we didn't have either going into the season before. I think we had a, a period where it was seven, eight games without a win um, until we beat Hemel Hempstead here. Um, I think with a with a late a late goal, and we then went on a, a winning run until the end of the season, where I think we were ten unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's crazy football, you know. It's it's very much about confidence and momentum, and, and unfortunately we haven't got that at the moment. And the only way you get that is by by nicking a win somewhere, you know, uh, uh, a win, you know, a goal off at somebody's backside. It, it's it's as simple as that. But something like that can have a a dramatic effect um, you know obviously we're disappointed in in our points return there's no there's no question in that you know we we're very honest with each other um, we, we, we come and talk about everything and uh, you know we're really disappointed with our points return um, but it doesn't define us you know we, we, we will keep keep pushing and we will, we will hopefully turn that round and, and and turn some of those near misses into into near wins you know and I think that's that's how we've always done it um, you've obviously come off the back of those few games and stuff and you've made a few decisions squad-wise. Um, I guess the main one which you announced on Tuesday is Tom Derry leaving. Um, a reasoning for that? Just didn't feel that it, it probably worked. You know, like, um, we brought Tom in, you know, we, we, we'd seen Tom a number of times before. Um, he played against us for Braintree back end of last season. Um, you know... I don't want to say too much, you know, I, I gave Tom a reason, um, you know, when I spoke to him and, and he sort of took it on the chin a little bit. Um, just don't feel that it's, he's come in and it's, it's quite worked in general, not, not just necessarily on the pitch, you know, I don't feel that the dynamics have, have worked and, and, and we felt that we needed to make a decision. Um, you know, we needed to do something, um, and unfortunately, that was the decision that, w- that we made. And you know, that's the hardest part of football management. I think what I'll say on top of that is, um, we came into this season off, off the back of a obviously a long break, and, and every player um, kind of maybe came out of the lockdown, whatever you want to call it, in a different way. And, and, and some players have come back really sharp, and some players have come back maybe not in form, and that that's players that maybe we've signed or players that were already with the club and, and it's, it's you know, you, you can't get every sign-in right, you know, we, we were, you know, no, no questioning Tom's attitude, you know, he's a good lad, we wanted it to work, he wanted it to work, and, and um, but he, I just, we just don't feel he's found his form and, and, and you know, we've got, obviously, Ben up top who um, has had a, 
Obviously, he missed the beginning of the season, but he's um, he's been in good form when he's played, and we've got some good young strikers at the club as well. You know, we are we are looking to add to the squad, and and um, you know that's that's something we're working hard on. I think we've, to be fair, I think Whitehawk was obviously a low point. The FA Cup game nearly four weeks ago now, that was sort of a standout poor performance. I don't think our performances have been too too bad. Um, obviously, some better than others, but I think the Whitehawk game was. A real disappointment, and after that game, we've or well, since that game, we've been really looking to try and improve, bring in players that can improve the the, the squad, and um, and that's ongoing and it's difficult. And um, you know, I think about what we've done in that time. You know, I think people want to feel like we're trying to do something. I think people sometimes think when you don't do something, it's because you don't want to or you're not trying. That couldn't be further from the truth. You know, we what we don't want to do is just add bodies to the squad. We want to add couple of players uh, ideally that will improve us and be better than what we've got um, you know we've been out watching a lot of games we've got scouts out watching games we've been speaking to countless do- dozens of clubs at higher levels about loans we've been we put on a couple of friendlies when we had a two-week gap and we looked at some trialists we've literally done everything everything we can and um, and at this point, we, we don't have anything to show for that. We Things change daily, yeah. weekly. We, we've had some real near misses even in the last few days. Like with the last 24 hours, yeah, we've, with, we've lost with, out to two players, you know, two, two lone players. Um, yeah. you know, one, one experienced player, one, one young, young striker, um, and we've missed, we've missed out on both. And for a multitude of reasons, you know, it's... Uh, it, you know, but both of those were location-based. Um, one, one was actually for full-time football and where they are in the league. You know, so it, you can't, you know, you can't expect. Yeah, we're not the only. We're not the only club looking, and and uh, it, sometimes it's timing, and 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 as Bake said, there's a number of reasons, and it's one reason it isn't is through lack of um, hard work on our side or or the desire to to do it. Um, we 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 want to we want to improve. Um, and there is, you know, we, we have got some funds there to, to try and improve. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not that we don't want to do it. You know, um, there, there is funds there. You know, not, listen, I'm not saying that we've got absolute bundles of money or anything like that, but we, there, is, there is money to try and bring one or two in. Um, but at the same time, as Andrew says, we can't just bring somebody in for the sake of bringing somebody in. And, and what the supporters want to see is a is a big name National League South player and, and like you know, maybe we shouldn't but we keep an eye on our, our fans forum and you get different people <laughs> telling you oh go for him go for him and, you know people you get a name like Jake Robinson mentioned at oh, Dartford and, and of course we would and um, you know the vast majority or nearly all players at this level top players are under contract and you're not going to get them and and, uh, and yeah we'd love that type of player they're just not available so we you know it's something we've we've um, we had a, a call this week, a Zoom call with the board, and 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 you know to, to talk about where we're at, and and we were very transparent about what we're trying to do, and you know what I will say, and, and which we're both extremely grateful for, is they're they're fully in our corner. They 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 want nothing more than to see us turn this run around. Um, they're very supportive, um, and you know that that you know they said if if you need something, come and talk to us. So we are we are fully supported by the board. We're um, you know, there's not, there's no major issue in the changing room. Me and Bakes haven't fallen out yet. You know, everything's, 
Yes. No, there's no yes. major issues here. We just need to. We need to. We need a couple of wins, and yeah. and obviously we we go into a dead easy game Saturday. Uh, <laughs> haven't. <laughs> obviously we had a fantastic result last night. Um, but who knows? You know, it was only like last week here. We we matched Ebbsfleet for 70 minutes here until we fell behind, and and um, you know we'll go into that game, and 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 you know maybe a shock result at Haven't is the one that turns it around, and. And if it doesn't turn around Saturday, we've then got two home games Tuesday, Saturday. So, we, you know, we we need, you know, we want want to get a win on the board sooner rather than later. And 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 I'm I'm convinced that that'll have a real positive impact on us. Just in terms of you know when we talk you know, about players and you know availability, you know, as as Anders mentioned, the vast majority of players at our level and you know the one above and obviously football league, they're they're contracted players. So you're you're only then. You're looking at the mercy of clubs that are looking to get a player out on loan, release a player. Um, obviously, if they're releasing a the player, it's sometimes for a reason. Um, if it's a loan player, more often than not from a league club, it, you're looking at a young, untried um, youngster, um, which obviously we've had experience of in the past, some good, some bad. Um, so again, you've got to be, got to be right about it. Um, even and I say, you know, people say, well, go and look at lo- go and look at your local teams. Go. I mean, we, we, we had somebody watching um, a player on Tuesday night, um, level below um, club that probably gets 150 through the gate, and you know, we we find out after the game he's just signed a year's contract with a 10 grand buyout buyout clause and and and, and big money, you know, and, and and you see, you sit there and you know, it's not just. You know, there there is there is money around in football, and and the better players they are snapped up. And and listen, we've still got good players in the squad. Mm. We have got good players in the squad. That's that's not under question. But you know, we've lost Ryan Bird. You know, who started the season brilliantly. Um, is a very good centre half, and we need to replace that. You know, we've we have the issue with Guy in his work. Um, it's a problem. You know. We'd love, we'd love nothing more than Guy to be available week in, week out. But at the moment, it's just not, it's not a, a possibility. Um, so we know we need a centre half, and we also know we need another striker because we've scored eight goals in eight games. Um, and Ben's, Ben's done great for when he's been playing and, and when he's been fit. Um, but we know we need something else, and, and so we're, we're working as hard as we can. Things change, as Under says. You know, you might get a call. We might get a call on the way back from training from somebody saying such and such is now available you know do you want to take him and, and it could happen as quick as that but mm. you know the only thing we can say is we, we are we are on the ball we are making the calls we are you know people know where we are as well and and we've just got to hope that we you know we, we that we get a little bit lucky to be honest that's that's sometimes how it is in mm-hmm. football you know yeah. you, you sometimes need a little bit of luck on the pitch and off the pitch so just bear in mind what you've said about players mm. why the decision to release Tom on Tuesday, when you go into a game against Haven with possibly one striker and the young lad from the under 19s as an option. Yeah, so we got obviously we've got Joe, um, Joe who's played up front uh, and and been a threat. Uh, we really like Alfonso. Um, not not going to heap loads of pressure on him, but you know he's he he come and played in uh, two friendlies for us against step, two step four teams. Um, he works his absolute socks off. He's quick. Um, and I think he scored three goals in 90 minutes and set up another two. Um, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to come in and, and be, a, be a star at, uh, at 
conference south level but sometimes you have to give give a player a chance and, and he might get that chance you know and um, you, you get yeah, Tom, gut, Tom, you get Tom gut, wouldn't have started this weekend yeah. and um, and he's probably not a an impact sub as much if you like and we, we feel that we've got those options covered this weekend and um, yeah you could hang on to all of your players you know we actually thought we were really close to bringing in a defender this week and so you could have been Tom out the door and a defender in and just slightly rebalance the squad but unfortunately that, that, that fell through at the last minute so that didn't happen but um, yeah, it's it's. It's uh, not through lack of bodies. We've got we've got no, enough bodies, yeah, you know. With the twenty, and and this is the other thing, you know. Like we talk about, do we take you know a, a, an eighteen-year-old? Like we had a eighteen-year-old centre half from Oxford United, and mm-hmm. and he was no better than Peggy, you know, um, Lewis Peg, you know, who who's now played two games for Bedfront Sports, and you know, Peggy needs that senior football to be able to knock on the door for us because as a centre half, it's very very difficult. Um, but we're sitting here with probably one of the best under 23 sides in in the area. You know, um, they're, they're they're top of the league with Maidstones and Bromleys and, and whatever else. So we've clearly got some good young young players here as well. So we've also got to be aware of not bringing in a young player that's no possibly no better than than what we've already got. Yeah, so our 23. I sat here and watched our 23s beat Luton's 21s a, a month ago, um, and. You know, and then you might say, "Oh, we'll go and take a, a player from a Championship club, an 18-year-old." Well, why is he? You know, probably they should be better than than what we've got. But these are players that we're bringing through our system. And what does it say to them when you bring in an unknown 18-year-old from a league club um, who who may be no more suited to National League South football than what than one of our own 23s? So, yeah, there's there's that as well. You know, we we that that 23s is a is a really big thing for the club and Ash and his team have done a fantastic job and they've, um, they're bringing through some really exciting players and yeah, for us to bring unknown players, uh, we just don't feel that's right unless we're sure about them. You know, someone like a, we always use the Matty Stevens example, someone like a Matty Stevens who we know who's, who's been out and played non-league football, that's a different but, case. But, but, but what I would say is Matty Stevens is being the most expensive player that we've had as a manager. You know, and yeah. and that's that's being you know totally honest. He's the most expensive player that we've had as as, as a yeah. management team since we've been at Slough Town. You know, and he was nineteen, twenty, but you were paying for the experience that he'd gone and had it probably at Kettering. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you knew he would score goals, but he was the most expensive player mm. that we've had mm-hmm. in our in our in our time at Slough. Um, it was a great signing, and it, and it worked out worked out very nicely for us but you know you don't get too many Matty Stevens available um, no, it was a bit of an exception and if, if that type came along again I'm sure we'd be doing all we could to bring that type of player yeah. in but there, he, he was a bit of an anomaly we knew he was a he was kind of a young player at a pro club but had that non-league experience yeah. and that and that track record and it was an easy it was an easy sign and we'd, we'd love one of those to yeah. come on our doorstep but, but just going back to the, the 23s and you know whilst there's there's some great lads you know you know, we people also have to understand confidence levels. You know, um, we had Ito coming at the start of the season. I thought he was fantastic. You know, uh, back end of pre-season, start the season really well. Um, what people won't realise is is the penalty miss against Chippenham, and then actually subsequent game against Welling where he missed two really good chances mm. right near the end has really affected him. You know, and we had a good chat with him and. 
um, it's affected him a little bit mentally, you know, because he's young, he's, he's not played at the level. Um, so you've got to try and then work with him again. So we're trying to build his confidence up a little bit again by him going to play for the 23s and hopefully score a few more goals and get him to where he, where he probably was at the start of the season. Because, you know, he, he could have gone the other way. He could have scored against Chippenham, been the hero, won the game, and all of a sudden he could have gone from strength to strength. So it's... So when you've you have got young players, you've got to look after, try and look after them as well. And yeah. I know people be saying, "Well, just well, play them then, play them." Well, we're also, you know, struggling for confidence. You know, confidence is, you know, confidence and momentum are probably two biggest things in football at times. And and we haven't got those at the moment. So some, so you see, it's it's having that balance. It is really, it's really, balance, it's really yeah, difficult it at times. Yeah. So you go into Saturday, mm-hmm. away to Haven't. Um, so they will be playing in amber and blue, so it'd be good to see some uh, amber and blue. Don't turn up in grey, please. <laughs> um, without giving too much away, what are you confident at Haven't? Have you got a game plan? Do you know what you're going to do? Do you know? I think we know what we think we know what they're going to be. We know what to expect from them. Obviously, they might change a couple of bits from um, from the, the, the game on Wednesday night against Torquay. Um, yeah, I think we've got a very we, we know them very well. Um, we're obviously sat here just before training now. We've got to see how things go tonight. But we, yeah, we, we've got a plan in mind. But we want to see how the lads train tonight. We've got a couple of decisions to make, probably on individuals, and we really want to see how they train. And, and I think that will shape our thinking for Saturday. And we'll, as we always do, we'll, we'll talk it through over the next twenty-four hours. It's uh, it's a tough game. It, you yeah. know, there's, there's there's no there's no two ways about it. And you know. If you if you t- if you said anything different, then you'd be lying. You know, we know it's a tough game. The players know it's a tough game. They're great games. You know, they're games where, in reality, most people will look at it and expect a home win. Um, and and they're, they're the types of games that we do like because you go there probably with no with no pressure. You know, you've got that that ability to you know go and have a real go at them and and try and cause a bit of an upset. And and that's what we will we'll, we'll need to do because. I mean, you, you only have to look at their bench on on Wednesday night, you know, when you, you you're bringing on some of the players that they bought on, and you know they've got some they've got some real quality there. So, but but it's it's no different than playing Ebbsfleet at home, matching them, playing playing better than them. We we watched it back twice, and you know, for, first forty five minutes thought we were better than them, and and uh, you know. Again, unfortunately, a couple of decisions go up, don't don't go our way, and and we end up losing the game. But we we were in a game there, and we we gave them a a, a bit of a fright, and, and that's what we plan to do. Hope hope to do against Haven't Waterlooville. We always have a um, it's never dull. It's never, it's never dull, it's never like dull with Dos and Bairdy. You know, I, I get on very well with Paul Doswell, um, and you know, I talk to him. I've spoken to spoke to him whilst we were in the car on the way on the way to the game. Uh, sorry, on the way to training today. So. Um, you know, we've had some real battles against against him, and, and we hope that we can do that again. You know, and there's no reason why we can't. Um, one final question, because you've obviously mentioned first of all that you've got a budget, you've been had a really good conversation with the boards, um, the players may be lacking. How do you two mm. get to get the confidence back that you then give to the team? Because it's got to be hard for you. You two are mostly the hardest critics on yourselves. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and. And lie and say, oh, it's you know, it's easy. It's it's no different than, you know. I think you just have to read what Steve Bruce has said in the mm. in the papers this week about how tough it can be in management. You know, when you when you're not winning games, it's a very lonely place. We're 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 quite fortunate in in the fact that we do it together because 
you know, if he's if he's a bit, you know, if he's down, uh, you know, hopefully I'm a little bit more up, and you know, we we sort of tend to balance each other out, and and that's what we have to try and do. We have to be positive. You know, there's so much that's not right in the world. You know, but, you know, people, you know, like personal situations and and whatever else that that football needs to be a bit of a release and it needs to be a positive release. It's not always a positive release, mm. um, but we do everything we can and, and you know, and we try and come here, we'll be here tonight and we'll try and be positive and, and we'll put on a fun session and, and you know, a tough session and, and all you can try and do is, is make it as enjoyable as it can be. Take, um, the, take the pressure off take them, the pressure right? Off them. It's got, the pressure's got to be that they're not responsible individually for our league team. Me and Bakes are the ones where the buck stops and we've we've been in this a little while now and we've had some tough times that we've come through. So we have to draw on our experience from those times and um, and help the players through because that, that's our job as managers. So yeah we need to we need to um, we need to get them upbeat and we'll we'll have a good training session tonight I'm sure and we'll be really positive. We're always positive. We no matter where we are in the league and no matter what our results have been, we go into every game with a, a plan that we think can win the game and we go in with belief and, and we've got good players here no matter what the league table says, we know we've got some good players here. I know for a fact me and him will be there 5-3 to three on Saturday fancying us because that's the sort of characters we are and, and, and hopefully if we can transmit that to the players we've got a real chance. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, football is just a, it's a, it's a strange game and, you know, confidence can can come at any point and you know it just needs something to something to click into gear so uh, but yeah um one final thing to say is obviously the fans have been fantastic uh, behind the goals um yeah. looking for good support on saturday yeah they have been great um yeah i said yeah I said on saturday again they're, they're clapping us off they're cheering us off and um I think Anna Bakes made the, probably the, the famous quote now that like we shouldn't have been clapped off against Whitehawk. I agree with that. We were, we were dreadful that day. Outside of that, I think, I think in recent weeks we've, you know, I think we've um, certainly Hungerford, Ebb's Fleet. I thought we put in two really good performances, and you could see the crowd appreciated that. And as I said, not I didn't think it was quite so good second half Saturday, but even so, they were there cheering us on, and they will be. I haven't. I know they will be. And. Yeah, hopefully we, we, we need to repay that. We need to give them a big result soon and, and um, they deserve that because they do stick with us and hopefully we can do that for them pretty quickly. Brilliant. Thank you very much, guys, right. for being honest and uh, covering a lot of topics. No uh, have fun tonight. Cheers, Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, mate.